everybody, and welcome to the 60th ever episode of the West Coast Preps Podcast, The Big 6-0. I am Chris Jackson, joined here by Gregory Morlantoon, and we've got another really special guest, Joseph Marr from Cal Strength, about as crazy of a time of year as it can be for him, I'm sure. So, Joseph, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. How are you guys doing today? Doing good, doing good. Staying busy, having fun. Nice to have you on the podcast today. So, yeah. I appreciate uh, you guys having me on. Of course. So first off, just introduce yourself, introduce yourself a little bit and tell the audience what you're doing right now. Yeah, so uh, my name is Joseph Marr. I'm the head strength coach here at Cal Strength, uh, Cal Strength Football. Um, so right now, uh, we're in the middle of our NFL combine and off-season training. So we're getting our guys ready to go train for, their, uh, for each of their pro days and getting the veterans ready for the next season. Um, in addition to that, I work with a lot of the high school kids in the area with strength and conditioning and speed work, getting them ready for high school football season. And what got you into working in training and sports performance? Um, so always loved football, played football growing up. Um, and then when I was uh, getting out of the military, I wanted to get back into school and I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do for school. Um, so I started going to school for athletic training kind of switched my major that isn't exactly what I wanted to do so I started coaching again started coaching at a couple like JC's in Southern California and kind of just switched gears from from actually coaching football to uh, strength and conditioning and uh, that's kind of how I fell in love with it and then kind of go into how you went through going from JUCO down south to how'd you end up with Cal Strength um, so it's kind of a funny story. So I was down coaching Juco ball at San Diego Mesa, um, ended up coming back up here to visit for a couple weeks. Cause I'm from, I'm from the central Valley. So I came to visit my family cause I was going to move out to Texas and, uh, pursue a coaching job out there. Um, came back up and kind of just like, haven't really seen family in a while and kind of seen like, you know, my, my mom and my grandma again, and kind of had a change of heart and decided to stay closer to home. Um, so then after that, I started getting into more strength and conditioning up here and took an internship with my boss, Dave Spitz, here at Cal Strength. And yeah, four years later, this is, I'm here. And then what does your training entail at Cal Strength? And what are some programs and things you do to, I guess, better the sports performance for the athletes you work with? Yeah, so a lot of the training that we do here, we do, we, we specialize in strength and conditioning and we specialize in speed training too. So um, everything that we do here starts with a good like foundation of movement. Um, so we always make sure that all of our kids that come in, we do a full movement assessment on them, making sure that their their body's moving you know, make sure if they got any sort of like limitations as far as mobility, um, we address those first. And then we start putting on a little bit of strength on their body. And so once we get them at a, like a good, we get them at a good base level of strength, then we can start some speed work too. So yeah, we really, we really try to do, we tie it all together. So, you know, movement, strength, speed, it's all hand in hand. And then we're going to go more into Cal strength a little bit um, yep. and the growth as a program, you know, we saw down in WCA down mm -hmm. in SoCal a couple of weeks ago, um, most likely the best team in Bay area had the best record. Um, great team. But how yep. have you seen Cal strength as a program just grow over the last, since you've been there the last four years? Um, I definitely think me really putting a focus on trying to get a lot more of the high school football kids in the area in here. Um, so I actually am the strength coach for San Ramon Valley High School as well. So a lot of my guys that I train in there 
I built a relationship with them in there and then I got them in here um, working in Cal Strength. And so word of mouth traveled. So a lot of these guys play seven on seven football with guys from Pittsburgh and Clayton Valley and stuff. So we got a lot of those kids to come in here too. Um, I think just really working on building relationships with these kids and showing them that you have their best, you know, intentions in mind. Um, that, you know, once you get them to buy in like that, they'll, they'll come in and work out as many times as you want them to. And it was obviously a very interesting time period for everybody, right? All of a sudden there's travel football in California that we saw in January and February down there at WCA in Los Angeles. What went into you guys forming that travel football team and getting that together? And how did you guys get everyone to come together to make this team happen and become so successful? (laughs) Yeah, that's that's actually a crazy story because like I said, I'm the strength coach at San Ramon Valley. So we were, I had the kids just, you know, working their butts off to train to play for in December for a high school season. Um, then they came out and said, no, we're not playing high school football this year. Um, you know, and I see the kids every day and they've been working so hard. And then, so I see like, just like the motivation, just leave them. Um, and me and a couple of the parents were just talking. I was like, man, like we should just make a, we should just make like a travel team. I heard that they're doing travel stuff down in LA. Maybe we should do it. Um, talk to my boss about it. And he's like, well, let's get a meeting with the parents and let's see if they're really, if they are really willing to do this. Cause if they are, then we'll do it. Sat down with the group of, a group of parents and they're like, yeah, we're all in. And so like from that night till the next 72 hours, like I was like had uniforms ordered was like calling kids, calling parents, just all these kids that were in our gym trying to get them together. And yeah, like three days later we had our first like practice. It was, it was some that it, it was fun. It was, it was kind of crazy how it just happened so fast. And like all these kids just came together. They all had like a common goal of just playing football, you know, and, and, uh, and some of them like seniors that needed film, like they came in and just bought in real fast. And I think, I think our team was real special the way it gelled so quick. Your team was definitely fun to watch down there. Um, going down there and watching football was a ton of fun. And we also saw some of the benefits, a lot of offers came through, but from your point of view, how beneficial was the opportunity for the student athletes just to be able to get that five, six weeks of football in? Uh, I think it was the best thing they could have done. So like, you know, I don't know about the other club teams, but the way we did it, we try to structure it like as close to like the next level as possible. So um, our whole strength staff has collegiate or NFL experience. Um, so they were very, very structured as far as like practice times, film times, um, everything we did throughout the week from you know like situations in practice to even how we traveled down there we traveled as a team on a bus down there we stayed all together we kind of rented like this big old like christian retreat out in riverside county and all all 40 kids and coaches stayed together did walkthroughs at the hotel so i think it gave them like a good taste of like what it's going to be like playing the next level what was your practice schedule like each week for your team how often were you guys practicing and what went into everything uh, so we would go, we would go three days a week. So we would go Mondays would be Zoom film. So we would watch film from the week prior um, and then do like an install. Um, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays, we would do practice on the field, going over, you know, basic install situations. And then after that, we would travel on Fridays after school. We would just drive down there in the bus and then have a walkthrough that night at the hotel. I know a lot of your players grew up together, whether that was from San Ramon Valley, Monta Vista, some Pittsburgh, Clayton Valley, et cetera. How yeah. much of that chemistry and just growing up together really helped you guys form this team and become so successful so quick? Because I think we saw 
maybe some teams, right, there's not that same chemistry growing up. But with you guys right from the get-go, it seemed just like everything was on the money and everyone was on the same page. Exactly. Um, I think, yeah, especially like the, the Danville, like Monta Vista, San Ramon guys all playing T-Birds together. And for the most part, they all play high school, like football together. Um, yeah, I think that helped out a lot. Another big thing, too, is I think them all playing like seven on seven together because we had kids even from like Pittsburgh High. Like we had Matt Quesada and Jack Quigley, who were both on uh, on Malu's seven on seven team that had a good chemistry from that. Um, I, I think the big thing, too, was all of our kids were all from the East Bay area. We were very we took a lot of pride in like making sure that all of our kids were local kids and we all really wanted to represent the East Bay. And so they all kind of bought into that. And then I want to go into San Ramon Valley a little bit too, as now we're getting into the high school season and no longer yeah. football. How special is San Ramon Valley this year? Yeah, we're, uh, yeah, we're going to be, hopefully we'll be pretty good. I, I think the group of guys that we got out there um, from the seniors, from like guys like JP Murphy and Kyle Ecker, all the way to the 2022 kids to Jackson Brown and Jack Quigley and Zadarian Nardi, like, all those guys, their their leadership is just top notch. So they expect, you know, everybody's best effort every day. And so when you go out to their practices, they're they're practicing like they, even though there's no state championship, they're practicing like they want to they want to win a state championship every practice. So I think they have potential to be really good. And San Ramon Valley's historically always been one of the top programs, not only in the East Bay but in the entire Bay Area in Northern California. Just yeah. from looking around it as a strength and conditioning coach. What do you think makes San Ramon Valley so special and consistently good year in and year out? Um, I think just setting that expectation of just working hard um, from the time I get them as a freshman, you know, like, cause I, I'm probably the first guy that gets them before even the football coach really, cause they start the strength program in the summer before they even get out to do summer camps. So we just set the expectation in the weight room that, you know, like you're going to work hard every single day in here and, and a bigger, stronger athlete is going to hopefully be a better football player on the field. Um, so I think we, we take a lot of pride in, you know, really trying to outwork people in the weight room, in practice, during film. Um, I think that's why San Ramon Valley has been so successful. And you work with a lot of those top athletes there too, right? You mentioned names like Jackson Brown, Jack Quigley, yeah. Murphy then. You're also an NFL combine prep, right? And working with NFL players, just whether it's the top guys, high school, collegiately in the pros, whatever it is, what separates these guys from the rest of the pack? And what are some words of advice you have for younger athletes who really want to maybe be in some of these players' shoes someday? Oh, yeah. I mean, um, if you look at like all these top-notch guys from, you know, guys I've worked with like Vaughn Miller down to guys like Jack Quigley, you know, like they all want to be coached like they all accept coaching and they all are always looking to get better like no matter what they do whether it's you know a squat whether it's a clean whether it's the way they warm up whether it's asking about nutrition um watching film like i'll get texts from from quigley you know me and him are pretty close so i'll get texts from quigley like asking like hey can we get some extra speed work in or can we do this or like you know those guys are never they're never just happy with just being at a certain level so I think that the biggest advice I would give young kids going into high school and like kids that are in high school right now trying to make it to the next level is just always continue to try to improve in something, you know, try to be a better student, a better person, better athlete every day. And then I want to go back into the WCA season and also San Ramon Valley. Who are yeah. some kids that you've seen really grow 
over the last six months or so since this pandemic's almost started? Who have you seen grow the most over this period? Yeah, it's it's a good question. We had we had a good amount of guys like underclassmen that that grew a lot. Um, couple of kids, Zadarian Nardi, the defensive back we had from San Ramon Valley, he made a lot of strides at defensive back. So like primarily he's growing up, he was primarily a running back, you know, so um, at San Ramon Valley, he's probably going to play a little bit of running back and a little bit of corner, but we kind of asked him to just exclusively be a DB and he shined. I think, I'm, I don't know the exact stats, but he might've led the whole winter circle and in interceptions. Um, yeah, I think he had like two in one game and yeah, he, he balled out for us. Uh, another guy, too, was our right tackle. So Jackson Brown was the left tackle, and he's, he's you know, he's getting all the shine right now. But another guy, another 2022 guy is Matt Shapiro. So he's 6'4", 270-pound offensive tackle, um, just very consistent, very clean, very mean blocker. Um, yeah, a lot of our, our younger guys really, really matured. And you're also doing NFL combine prep. You're working with NFL players right now. What goes into your training with these athletes and just what does that entail and how are you helping athletes prepare for the next level, whether that's the NFL? Um, yeah, so right now it's kind of early in the off season. So we're just trying to make sure that they're trying to return to baseline so that their bodies feel, feel great going into their training. Um, with, with the NFL guys, it's a little different than the high school guys just because – you know, we really just want to make sure that we keep them healthy in the off season. So we, we're out on the field a couple times a week doing some speed work. Um, they come in and see our massage therapists. Um, we do obviously strength and conditioning with them as well. So it's a little different than the high school guys. The high school guys, you know, we can really, really work on getting them stronger, getting them faster. And you've mentioned a couple of the guys that you've already worked with um, mm -hmm. in terms of combine prep, in terms of off season prep. But who are some guys in terms of combine prep that you're really excited to see uh, this season? Um, I mean, our group that we have right now is great. So we have, yeah, I mean, if I was a single one guy out, uh, we have a, the center out of Stanford. His name's Drew Dahlman. Um, the guy is just a powerhouse. So he's explosive. He is strong. He is fast. Very smart. And, you know, Stanford football players are historically smart football players. So. Uh, I'm really excited to see him at his pro day and, and see uh, how his career unfolds in the NFL. And you've also mentioned nutrition a little bit when it comes to your athletes, mm -hmm. specifically in terms of maybe just these athletes preparing for the NFL, NFL athletes, especially right now. What's the nutrition you guys are maybe recommending for the athletes and trying to have them really eat every single day? Uh, so we really just try to make sure that they stay away from the processed foods, right? So like, you know, just keeping plenty, a lot of green on their plate. A lot of these guys, especially the younger guys are, are under eating. So we try to sit down with them and make sure that they understand that they have to have a certain level of protein intake, a certain level of carbohydrate intake uh, in order to perform at a high level. So I think like just really giving them that education as far as like, you know, like their macronutrients and stuff that they need to be achieving every day. Uh, that's big for all of them. And kind of go into how important the nutrition is. So obviously, you can lift weights all day, but mm -hmm. just kind of emphasize how much nutrition is important for these athletes to compete at a high level every day. Yeah, it's very important. It's probably probably the most important, you know, like being able to just fuel your body and making sure that you're recovering properly. Um, you know, nutrition and sleep is probably something that I would say is the most 
overlooked thing when it comes to young athletes training. They, they want to get in here and they want to, you know, they want to work, they want to work out every day. They want to do speed work every day and, and they're not getting the sleep that they need. They're not getting the nutrition intake that they need as far as protein and, and carbohydrate and stuff like that. So yeah, I would, it's, it's probably the most overlooked thing with a young athlete and it's probably the most important thing that they need to be focusing on. And you've been able to brag about some athletes you work with a little bit, but now how about yourself? Maybe this one's hard to answer for you, but yeah. what do you think's gotten you to this point? And what do you think's made you successful working in sports training and sports performance in your career? Mm. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, just, I think I'm still a big work in progress. But, um, <laughs> yeah, but uh, I think definitely uh, just – I think when I was starting this journey, uh, having like, you know, my boss who kind of just took a chance on me with letting me intern with him and, you know, just letting me prove that I'm a hard worker and that I can, you know, I can learn on the fly. And I, and uh, yeah, I think that that's probably my biggest asset is like, I, I will just outwork people. So I think that's probably what's helped me get to where I'm at. And you've talked about your boss a couple times, but mm -hmm. talk about some of your influences in terms of who's helped you get to this point, whether it was back in your childhood or with someone uh, right now. Yeah. So uh, obviously my boss is my, he's probably my biggest mentor. Dave Spitz is the one who, who opened and, and uh, started California strain. Um, I had a, a couple coaches in high school too. Uh, coach, Mr. Johnson, uh, Brad Johnson. He was like my defensive coordinator in high school. He always like he always believed in me in football. Uh, I remember one time I, I thought about quitting football like my junior year in high school, and I like walked home from school, and he pulled up in his car. He's like, "What do you? Why are you not at practice?" And I was like, "I quit." And he's like, "No, you're not. Get in the car." So I, I went. I, he took me back, and I sat and talked to my coach. And yeah, I'm very thankful for him doing that. Um, I had a lot of mentors in the Marine Corps too. So before coaching everything, I was in the military for five years. Um, yeah, one of my sergeants, Sergeant Bowen, he really taught me a lot as far as like personal responsibility and, and taking accountability and everything that I do. Um, yeah. So I've had a great group of mentors throughout the years. What led you to the military? Um, so after high school, I didn't, I, I didn't really take school that serious when I was in high school. So I wasn't really the best with grades and everything like that. So um, I wasn't really a qualifier when it came to high school uh, going to college. So went to junior college for like a semester. And like I said, I just didn't take school that serious. So I kind of stopped that and then uh, was just trying to help my mom out. And I was just like, you know, I think the best thing for me to do is just to, to get out and experience, experience something on my own for a little bit. And so I went to the recruiting office and joined the Marine Corps. And then during the Marine Corps, how much do you take from that experience and translate it into some of your training that you do now? um maybe not so much like the training but like the stuff that I did in the Marine Corps as far as like just you know holding myself accountable and just even little things just like you know being like punctual like with time and everything like that like um that stuff affects me every single day like the Marine Corps is the best thing that ever happened to me um just taught me so much as far as like growing up and and uh becoming like a man I guess you know and from those experiences how much now are you just maybe helping kids understand the importance of the academic side as well in terms of just being able to qualify for just the NCAA and whatnot. No, of course. Yeah. So like, I, I think that's so funny because me and my boss were talking about that uh, the other day about, you know, like 
I think the reason I'm such a good coach is because of my failures, you know, and not wanting to see kids make the same mistakes as me. So, you know, I try my hardest to make sure that those kids understand that academics is important, that strength and conditioning is important, nutrition is important. So some of the stuff that I, you know, kind of fell short on, I want to make sure that those kids really understand that that stuff's important. And then I kind of want to go into, you know, reminiscing at this point, what are some of your favorite memories of coaching and training to this point? Um, yeah, I think one of the biggest things was like my, I was like my first year here at Cal Strength, I was interning. Um, and we were, it was like a rainy day. So we went to like this indoor soccer facility and we were training. Some of the NFL guys were getting back. And I think I kind of started earning the trust of my boss a little bit. And so while the rest of the, the combine guys were doing like their 40 yard dash stuff, uh, Austin Hooper came and it was right before he was going to go to the Pro Bowl and he was still on the Falcons. And my boss was like, hey, uh, take Austin and take him through like a little speed workout, just some bullet belt stuff and some some agility stuff. And I was like, really? And he was like, yeah, he's like, just just go. And he kind of just trusted me to go by myself. And I think that was something that was really cool. Like, uh like my first time being a one-on-one client with NFL guy just happened to be like a pro bowler and Austin Hooper. So that's something that really sticks out. And then also, I'm assuming the answer is kind of similar, but who are some of your favorite athletes that you've been able to train so far? Ooh. Uh, definitely Hoop. I, lo- I love Hooper. He's, he's great. Um, yeah, Vaughn, Vaughn's pretty cool too. Vaughn Miller, he's, he's a, he's a freak show, but I think the thing that, it's really cool. So he's just like a really normal, like a chill down to earth guy too. I mean, he'll give you the shirt right off his back if, if you ask for it. Um, yeah, we got, I mean, overall, like here at Cal Strength, we got a great group of like NFL offseason guys, like even like Devontae Adams. He was out here last year and, you know, a couple, we took a couple of the high school kids out there to run routes with him. And he, he took time to really like just explain like what he's looking for when he's like running around and stuff. So all of our guys here are really, they're really great guys to work with. And now some fun questions we ask everybody. Mm-hmm. First off for you, what's your favorite ever home-cooked meal? Ooh, favorite ever home-cooked meal. I would have to say um, whenever I go back home to my grandma's house and she makes like, uh, she makes pozole. So it's like a, it's like a Mexican style, like soup with like hominy and beef and stuff. And it's, God, it's the best. Like, I don't think to this day I've had someone make it like quite like my grandma's made it. So. You never do find someone, it doesn't matter how, if you have the same exact recipe and they follow it perfectly, it's just never the same as someone else makes it. Yeah, exactly. Always that little extra grandma touch to it. Yeah, um, I love to love. And then who was some of your favorite athletes growing up and some of your favorite athletes to watch right now? So growing up, I always wanted to be Deion Sanders. So I was a Cowboys fan growing up. And then when the Cowboys signed Deion Sanders when I was a kid, like I had to have everything Deion. I was a kid in Pop Warner with like the headband around my neck, wore the bandana under my helmet. Like the referee made me take it off. Like my mom drove, I think, to Sacramento to buy like these. I grew up in Modesto and my mom drove like over an hour to Sacramento to like get these Deion Sanders cleats for me for Christmas. Like it, I wanted to be him so bad. Um, And then uh, now some of the guys I like to watch, um, I mean, I really like watching all of our guys here. So I like watching, you know, uh, Austin Hooper, Zach Ertz. Um, we got other guys like Caden Smith, tight end for the New York Giants right now. Is that who's uh, at Stanford? I like watching him. A couple of our rookies from last year: uh, Devin Asiasi with the Patriots, Logan Wilson from the Bengals. 
Um, yeah, I love watching all of our guys playing ball out. How different is it to watch football now with your guys playing compared to when you used to watch it when you were younger? Uh, yeah, it's it's funny because, like, I still kind of root for the Cowboys a little bit, but, you know, I'll kind of – if the Cowboys are on at the same time as, let's say, the Patriots and Devin's playing, I'll watch the Patriot game. So it's it's kind of changed. It's kind of changed for me. I'm not really so much of a fan of a team anymore as if I'm a fan of all my guys. Now, what about your favorite TV show and favorite movie? Ooh, that's a good one. I don't really watch much TV. Uh, I would say on Netflix, I've kind of been watching uh, that show, The Hundred, on Netflix. It's kind of just like something that I'll just, I don't know how I got into it, but now I'm so far in, I can't stop watching it. Um, yeah, and, and movies. Uh, I like Any Given Sunday. I like Remember the Titans. Uh, big football theme, if you if you haven't thought. Like, I'm a big football guy, so, Yeah understandable those are total classics so i understand that completely yeah yeah good answers i got i gotta try some of that food you recommend i think that's the first answer we got about so we got to add that of the list of things greg and i got oh uh, yeah yeah right the list keeps on adding up with every guest we got it's we haven't had really a duplicate answer once i don't think i think there's really a lot of diversity out here in east bay right what's important for him though is you go mashed potato or you go baked potato Masturbate. Um, I'm gonna say if you can really, if you can bake a potato like in a barbecue, like if you can, if you're good at barbecue and you can bake a potato, like I'll take a baked potato over mashed potato. Really? Wow. Man, you you just lost some points with Chris. I don't don't, don't know if I can go for that still. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I think, yeah. I love mashed potatoes too, but. Right now, it's starting to get close to beach season, so I'm kind of laying off both the potatoes. True. Smart. Time to get the summer bod going. Exactly. We're just starting football. doesn't quite make sense. (laughs) I can't believe football's happening March 12th and 13th out here now. Yeah, it's – it's uh it's it's crazy but i mean it's i'm just glad the guys are going to get to play so see i mean six games like like i said center moon valley we're getting they get six games uh kids are so hyped to be back on the field like they usually i'll get some kids moaning and growing about conditioning but they're just so happy about being out there that that they just they love everything even the conditioning part of practice so is there any games on the San Ramon valley schedule that you kind of circled that you're really looking forward to yeah um Week three, we're going to play Del Cell. You know, I mean, it's that Del Cell's the team to beat out here in, in NorCal. But, uh, you know, I just want I just want to see how we stack up against, you know, the best team in Northern California, really. Um, and then, obviously, the last game of the season against Monta Vista. Um, Del, you know, San Ramon Valley, Monta Vista is a, a big rivalry. I've only, I've only been around it for a couple of years, but even just being around it for a short amount of time, I can see how big it is. So... It's it's a fun game to be a part of. You guys definitely have a fun schedule. It's going to be a lot of fun to see how San Ramon Valley does this year. Yeah, yeah. that's a crazy hard division year too with Clayton Valley, Monta Vista. You've got Cal. You've got De La Salle. I mean, that schedules. Yeah, I mean, I think besides a couple, a couple maybe leagues in Southern California, I don't know if there's a, a tougher league than the E Ball. Really, it's a big physical league. So. Yeah. 
Yeah, we thank Joseph Marsh so much from California Strength for coming on the 60th episode of the West Coast Preps podcast today. Be sure to follow all of Joseph's work on social media, follow what he does with California Strength. Be sure to follow all of our podcasts and subscribe to our YouTube page. Follow all of our work on social media, West Coast Preps underscore. And all the stories and our game coverage coming up with here that. I've been there and don't want it back. If I see the bitch, I might run it back because I'm gone. So long. I'm gone. So long. I'm gone.